This podcast is part of the Everyday Heroes Podcast Network, the network for first responders and those who support them. Welcome to the Hero Academy podcast, the place where we can celebrate and highlight our frontline heroes. I believe that frontline workers such as nurses, firemen, EMS, police officers, and military are heroes without capes. I don't care about politics, only positivity and purpose. I only care about those that have chosen to serve society. I believe in collaboration over competition. And here, you'll find the secrets and strategies that let ordinary people become extraordinary inside of their passions. Sometimes we'll throw in some simple side hustles that everyday regular people are doing. And sometimes it's things that you could do to make extra money, especially if you're starting to think about retirement and what's next for yourself. Inside this podcast each week, you'll learn from people like you that were working full time, but still found time to create a course, grow a big team, a large audience, or a profitable side hustle. The steps they took and their backstories. The perfect blend of mindset and techniques. I'm your host, David Diem. Now let's get your dream lit for your freedom. Hello, family. Welcome back to another episode of the Hero Academy podcast. In this episode, episode number eight, we have Kasha. She goes by Seafish Bunny on Instagram. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I'll let her introduce herself. All right, one. Hello, hello, Kasha. I just want to say thank you and welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate that. No, well, I saw you on Instagram and I thought that your story about how you were studying to become a nurse while actively in the EMS, I thought it was really inspiring. And I thought that someone out there needs to hear your story because you're going to be an inspiration to someone that you don't even know. You're going to touch people's lives that you don't even know and you don't even realize it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Hopefully someone will use my mistakes or my path that I've used to guide themselves to wherever they want to go to. So for those that don't know you, Kasha, if you could just tell the audience like a, uh, you know, quick three to five minute story version of your life. Sure. So I basically started off working as a lifeguard. I was a swim instructor for majority of my adolescent life. I looked into colleges of what I wanted to do, what I wanted to major in, and I wasn't sure, but one of the applications to like the program that I was applying was requiring healthcare experience. And so I looked on the internet to try to find like, what can I do for healthcare experience? And I looked at a volunteer ambulance corps. I applied. They needed dispatchers. So at this point, I had no certifications other than like a lifeguarding one that would not get me, you know, anywhere in the healthcare field. But I came in as a dispatcher. Two weeks later, I was told that they need more EMTs. And suddenly I was enrolled in an EMT course while working full time in the summer and taking a college class. Wow. (laughs) So there's a lot going on. 
but I survived that summer and I pushed so hard to the point where I was really happy with what I've achieved. And shortly after that, I became an EMT just for volunteer. I worked through college and then I realized that I wanted to pursue nursing. So I needed to find a job where I could get patient care experience as well as getting paid. Okay. So that's when I applied for the 911 system and I worked through a hospital 911 system. And then a couple years later, I went through nursing school and now I'm actually working for the hospital that I worked at as an EMT. Wow. What a path. <laughs> what a path. <laughs> I would call that the zigzag path, but um, it sure is. <laughs> before you were an EMT, if I got this straight, you were a lifeguard? Yes. How long were you lifeguarding for? Honestly, like a decade. <laughs> I honestly kept it as a back burner, just something for extra money. Or there was like, if I was job going from one job to another and there was like that lag space, I would always need to be doing something. Wow. So I just want to say that you are a hero to me and probably to someone else. And you've been a lifesaver for over a decade now. You, you, <laughs> Thank you. It's obviously in your heart, you know, like, yes. like people that choose to be lifeguards and then also people that choose to be EMS, especially, especially volunteers. Whenever I showed up to a scene and the volunteers showed up after me, I was always so grateful that they were there because I know that they're there on their own time, you know, yes. and. And it takes a special person to uh, hop on that rig and show up and volunteer on your own time. My brother-in-law was big into the volunteer ambulance and he got his kids into it. He got my kids into it. And uh, I just know what special people the volleys are, you know. I completely agree. I think I could say that I met one of my greatest friends through that. It's That's a group of people that like are solidified are there forever. They don't come and go from your life. It's just a family. It's a huge family. family. It is a huge family. And I consider the EMS an extension. You know, they're like a relative of the police family, you know, (laughs) especially the nurses and the EMTs and the firemen. We're all a big family with all the same servant's heart. You know, you have any crazy, see, not your worst moment, but your best moment. Any crazy EMT stories or EMS stories? I wouldn't say anything crazy because, you know, living in New York City, basically crazy is the baseline at this moment, (laughs) as bad as that sounds. How about funny? How about funny? You see anything funny that you can remember? Not too much of funny. I think the greatest thing from these experiences, it's like if you're forgetting something, there's always someone next to you that will like cover for you that already has the bag or has your equipment or is already on whatever you're planning to do. So I think the collaboration between fire and PD is that there, we work so hard together. And when you come on scene and you have maybe like chaos, someone's always going to be there to kind of like monitor it and be like, Hey, you forgot this or, Hey, I got your back. Oh, Oh, Hey, let me get this out of your way. And I think that's the most, I think, it's very heartwarming, at least to me, to have that, to know that like you don't know these people, but they have your back because you're all working collaboratively together, you know? Right on, right on, sis. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kasha, what, what made you want to become an RN? Where did that come from? So, as an EMT, uh, I worked for the 911 system for a while. 
I didn't know where my life would go. Like, I know I wanted something to progress in the healthcare field, but I didn't know what. So that's why I stayed so long in the path of where I was going. I ended up getting one bachelor's degree and not in healthcare. And then I went back for a 15 month program to do an accelerated nursing program. Wow. I realized that the communication or the drop-off handoff or whatever you want to call it from EMS to the triage nurse at the hospital was something I kind of wanted because I wanted to be on the other end of the spectrum. I wanted to be in-house. I wanted to do more, uh, see different things. Healthcare is completely different on the other end. (laughs) What you do, how you do things, how you document, how do you even like talk to doctors or other staff at the hospital. It's all different and it's less autonomous. I think that's one thing that I'm still struggling with is with EMS, you can do so much more. You can control anything you need to happen. Mm -hmm. But when you go inside of a hospital, you basically have a lot of barriers and you just have a straight path into how to deliver care to this patient. Yeah, I can totally, totally relate because I know what you're saying. So do you have any side hustles that you uh, spend your time with right now? Or are you you trying to build up your Instagram following? (laughs) I'd like, I'd love to, but it's not something I'm focusing on a hundred percent. I think for me, I realize that the raw content gets, you know, it inspires people. It gets more views. So it's like the more sponsored content that now everybody lives off of is for me, it doesn't work well. Mm-hmm, <laughs> so mm-hmm. I just like to take snippets of my life, posting it, sharing it, and maybe just inspiring others to do or help get through whatever they can. Like let's say in healthcare, nursing, or in uniform or whatever you want to have. Your page is, your page is very inspiring. And that's what made me reach out. Thank you. Thank you. Right now, what are you most passionate about? Right now, there's actually a few. So my nursing is my first because I have to fulfill, I basically have to be on like all in. I have Uh to work on certifications. I have to make sure that I can learn quickly and efficiently. I can't let any of my coworkers down. And then outside of work, I love working out. Okay. That's like self-satisfactory. It helps me relieve any tension from work. It's a safe space that I've been going to since I was little. I used to work in a pool. I used to go to the gym. Like it's something that has been consistent with my life. And it appears to be like my safe space. So regardless of what's going on or how stressed I am, I can always go back there. Me too. Feel okay. (laughs) Me too. That is my therapy. Yes, for sure. Uh, What's your biggest challenge right now? Biggest challenge is the adjustment. I think from EMS to being a nurse is, a huge adjustment because of the autonomy. Mm -hmm. I still can't wrap my head how EMTs can do so much more on the field and make so many more decisions than a nurse inside of an ER. (laughs) (laughs) That just makes, that's mind blowing. (laughs) Do you have any uh, fond memories? I know that you still volunteer occasionally. Yes. We mentioned that earlier, but do you have any uh, fond memories from your days as an EMT? Yes. I think every time was a great time, especially if you have a good partner. Uh, And my volunteer, I had a friend, still have a friend, very good friend named Will. And we would just always be up to something. And it was just like laughing nonstop, you know, sharing (laughs) an ice cream nonstop or like a pizza, like something like that. It was just always fun. 
people making like silly mistakes and us just, just laughing about it and laughing about ourselves. Like it was just a good vibe, good, like family kind of style of environment that everybody just enjoyed just going to base and just hanging out there, even though they didn't have a shift. Yes. So anytime you walk away from a good crew, it's yes. always the people that you miss. It's not so much the work. It's not so much yes. the job. It's the family and the people, you know, the community. Yes, I agree. And people would be like, why would you do a 13 hour shift or 12 hour shift on a Saturday? And I was like, well, it's with my friend Will. And it honestly doesn't feel like a shift. It feels like a hangout. We're just doing some work and driving around and getting food all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So uh, also on your IG, I saw you being vulnerable about, you know, like when you're going through stress times. And I know that when you are stressed, what you do is you, you work out. What do you do to deal with stress when you're actually at work, you know? Ooh. So this is EMS or nursing? Which one? N- nursing. Because I know what nursing. we do in EMS. You laugh about it. <laughs> you, find, you find a way to laugh. But what, what do you do when you're um, nursing, you know? And, and, so, and you might be short-staffed. So this is a great question because I'm still overwhelmed because I'm still very new. Uh-huh. Um, there's a supply closet And it's a very cold supply closet. It's locked. There's tons of supplies in there. And I just like to squat down there looking for supplies and take an extra minute. (laughs) (laughs) That is genius. And I've heard of other nurses doing the same thing. I've actually talked to a lot of nurses and I know that sometimes they go into the supply closet to cry. So that's one of those little secrets that I know just from talking to a lot of nurses, you know? Um, yeah, that supply I, closet is just, it just brings <laughs> a lot of like emotions, you yeah. know, out. <laughs> I thank you from the bottom of my heart. I sincerely thank you for the work that you do. And yeah, I, I appreciate and, it. And I am taking this moment to give you your roses and say thank you and give you my appreciation because that's what my page and that's what my platform is all about is just, you know, giving you a moment to say not just a month, but all year long to say thank you. And I appreciate the work that you do. You truly are a hero to me. I can't say it enough. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Yeah, it's sincere. So I have to ask you, your email, where does Seafish Bunny come from? <laughs> <laughs> I knew this was going to come up. I feel like some, sometimes people just message me like, what does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, when I swam uh, as a lifeguard, the pool was always cold. I was a very petite child. I would always swim very fast just to get out of the pool because I was so cold. So I'd like be a fish in the pool, but then like jump out. So that's where the fish bunny. And then the sea, basically, instead of like seeing as in like S-E-E, like seeing the fish Mm -hmm. bunny, Mm -hmm. I just moved it to a (laughs) sea. I gotcha. <laughs> it's just a really funny email address. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever I tell people, they always give me that, like, that nod, like, of confusion, like, oh, like, what? <laughs> but uh, yeah, it stuck through me. And yeah, I just love it. It makes it unique. Okay. All right. If you had the opportunity to converse with anyone in the world, you could mastermind with them, you could talk with them. Who would be on your top five? list your heroes Ooh, this is difficult i think for me heroes aren't really like you know celebrities or you know people you know that are very out there i think the heroes are the people who have been in ems 
for such a long time and who've gone through this and haven't had the resources that we have currently today, like computers, tablets, nice ambulances. I think any kind of instructor who has retired from the 911 system Mm. or any MT, because like I've read books from various different like EMTs or paramedics and EMS back in the day was very different. And Uh I'd like to ideally like just get into their shoes and know what, what was it like and how different it is now. So I think those people are my heroes because they've just known the tips and tricks, how to really maneuver through the system and how to give like good patient care and survive without being burnt out. All right, Kasha. Those are my heroes. <laughs> I love I love it. I love it. If you could have your own Netflix special, what would it be? Ooh, this is good. Probably something EMS related. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so so let's come up with your show right now. Oh, uh, like honestly, any of my partners are so great. Our conversations are go from zero to one hundred. It's crazy. Anything with like a GoPro probably attached to us. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine uh, working in New York City EMS has to be, it has to be so much fun because there's down moments, but then, you know, like you said, zero to 100, boom, hot call, let's go. Yep. Yep. For sure. You know, you don't always get that, but when you do, it's like, sometimes you get that adrenaline rush. Sometimes you don't, sometimes you're shaking, you know, Uh so uh your body just changes its response depending on what is the nature of the call how it's presented on the tablet. So it's just, you know, you don't know what you're coming into. Uh, When you say tablet, you guys have a tablet in the rig. Is that how that goes? Yes. I've never seen that before. Uh, If you ever get the opportunity to post it up, I'd like to see that because I've never seen the tablets that you guys work off of. Yeah. That's uh, computers that get sent uh, jobs or information. With my volunteer, it's a little different. We do have a computer. And is, our phones. Kasha, is it a tough book? Yes. Uh, okay. And is it mounted or is it like on somebody's lap? Yeah, it's mounted. So, well, with 911, we had it mounted, but like in my volunteer, we have it like where we can take on to jobs as well. All right. Wow. That's really cool. Every system is different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know uh, PDs, they have mostly tough books where and they're mounted inside the car. You know? Yes. Um, that's what I had for my 911. EMS job. Gotcha. If you could go back and whisper into your 18-year-old self ear and you could give that 18-year-old girl three pieces of advice, what kind of advice would you give her? Oh, boy. (laughs) I wish I could give myself a lot more advice. (laughs) Just, I wish I knew what I wanted to do at a younger age, just so I didn't zigzag through where I wanted to be. Yeah, everyone says that. Another thing is just go straight into nursing right from the bat. I feel like I, I wouldn't want to say I killed off a lot of time, but I feel like I could have used my time more effectively on what I wanted to do and what was like a supplemental thing. Mm-hmm. A third thing, probably just, I don't know, just with the education, just not go for two degree, two bachelor's degrees because that's expensive. <laughs> That's right. really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> if you had, you know, a hundred billion dollars like Jeff Bezos and all of your family was already taken care of, what okay. would you spend your money on? I would spend my money on, of course, the people who, you know, 
don't have much or um, my parents immigrated from Poland. So help people who don't have access to health care, especially the immigrants. Okay. I would love to also donate some of that money to EMS, especially volunteer EMS. Okay. A lot of the areas in the city, they're very, well, not specifically mine, but there are others where I've seen that they still use paper PCRs, which is like documentation on paper. Yep, yep. And I think just overall uh, putting money into the system for EMTs to have a better resources, whether it's to, you know, learning, supplemental kind of like mentorship, just wherever it needs to go. Mm. Yes. Okay. And if money wasn't in the equation, so you didn't have to work for money and let's say you could be a per diem nurse, right? And you could just choose the number of hours that you worked. And basically you have, you have all this money sitting in the bank. What would you spend your time on? Like, how would you spend your days if you could just work per diem, not have to worry about school loans? Like, where would you spend the majority of your time? Honestly, EMS. That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I miss it so much. It's so different. Uh-huh. And I don't know, like every day is just an adventure. Like you don't know how your day at work is coming in today, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And every day is different. Um, having a good partner, enjoying, I guess, the company with your partner and treating patients. I think that's very satisfactory to me. Even though it's hard work, I'd still do it. Do you have any memorable interactions with uh, cops or firemen? or uh, nurses, like, uh, either good or bad? I wouldn't say it's necessarily bad because they're technically there to help us, you know? Yeah. I think it's a collaborative effort. Do you have any really good, any good memories from uh, interactions with cops or firemen? Yeah, I honestly, every interaction is a positive one, especially if you have someone laying on the ground in a real emergency. Yeah. <laughs> and they've actually like started the work on and it just makes your life a little bit easier. You just put them on your stretcher. They help you bring your stuff up. I think one good thing is like if you have a very unsafe patient, you know, a PD can always, you know, help you out with that. And then when you have a patient that you cannot carry, you need the labor, the manual labor, you have fire there for you. So I'm very appreciative of both of always being there for me. Mm. Have you ever seen the paramedic coach, his page? No, or maybe I have. I can't really remember. Uh, I'm going to link you up with his page because uh, the work he's doing is pretty cool. I actually uh, spoke with him yesterday and he got me motivated to put out more content. So uh, yeah. yeah, so I'm going to I'm gonna step up my game. But um, (laughs) I think the work that he's doing is really, really cool because he's educating EMS and paramedics. Would you ever consider coaching them as you get, you know, further down in your career? To be honest, I'd love to because I feel like I've made so many mistakes that I've learned on my own or I learned the hard way. And I think it's just best to guide people where you messed up so you don't kill so much time as much as I did. Yeah, coaching definitely is a great way to impact future generations and also create additional income for yourself. So I'm big on coaching, you know, you should have a coach, you should have a coach and you should also be a coach, you know? Yes. Are you thinking of your next project? Like, what are you going to (laughs) do? Everybody's asking me that. They're like, Oh, you ready? Got this set up. It's like, what do you have set up next? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Everyone always, everyone always asks that question. They ask that question of uh, comedians 
and actors like oh you just did the special okay now what's next what's next honestly for me is to marinate in my current nursing job so just mm-hmm. be very good at it mm-hmm. it requires a lot of certifications something like i wasn't too aware about like where you had to study to get a trauma certification so you can do more in the er see more and like care for more critical patients Mm -hmm. so that's on that's on the works and then maybe spend a few years in that er and i don't know i'm very intrigued with flight medic or like flight nurse okay one thing i wish i kind of rearranged my life where i wish i went to paramedic school okay but that's an additional fund of a couple like maybe fifteen thousand dollars in new york city so that's i don't know I don't know. <laughs> it's very intriguing, but is it like worth it in my spot right now? Probably not. Yeah. So, Cause there's so many different areas that you can go into from nursing Like you will never be unemployed, you know? Yes. I I'm not that type of person to No, Well, um, once you become an RN, there's just so many different areas that you can transition into. If you're not happy in the ER, you can move into delivery. You can, you know, you can move into home yeah. nursing. There's just so many different areas. And um, yes. you're obviously driven. So I know you would never be an unemployed, unemployed <laughs> nurse, you know? <laughs> yes. But I think one interesting thing that I did do when I passed my certification for nursing is I went straight into, you know, like the vaccination sites. Mm-hmm. I think that was a very, I felt very satisfactory and very proud of myself because it's like I was putting, I was an EMT, I was putting my nursing license uh, to use and like I was just getting the experience of, you know, injecting people with a vaccine, which was great. That's really cool. My last five questions for you. This is my, uh, you can give me some rapid answers or you can make them as long as you want. (laughs) But this is my last five for you. You know that I consider you a hero, but what does a, what, what does being a hero mean to you, though? Honestly, to me, is just immersing yourself in the service of others. Uh, beautiful answer. I love it. Yeah. I'm definitely using that. <laughs> you have... Or losing yourself, like losing yourself in the service of others. You have a servant's heart, and you don't ever lose that because it, it's the secret to your success right now, you know? Thank you. When you've just about... When you know you were super stressed out, I think you've already answered this question. But um, how do you save yourself? I know you go into the nurse's closet, but you also save yourself <laughs> by working out. Is there anything else that you do to save yourself from stress? Um, honestly, the walk to and from the train station from work is my like decompression time, where I go on my go on Spotify, I scroll through Instagram. Like I try to like let go of the life that I was in. Mm. You know, so I like I block off anything that happened i do my best not to bring anything home from work like just you know whatever happened at work happened at work and try to like be myself and calm at home so i can achieve or do whatever that makes me happy i love it that's really good i hope you keep your head on a swivel when you're walking when you're walking (laughs) through there's a lot of crazies out there what's your power today what's your strength your best ability if one of your friends were talking about you What would they say was your best characteristic, your best power? Driven. You're driven. Yeah, you're obviously driven. Driven Um, Driven and very open to others. Yeah. Yeah, your heart. Yep. Yes. I love it. And just for fun, if you had a comic superpower, what would it be and why? 
Honestly, to read minds. To read minds. Okay. To read minds. In dealing with patients, if uh, you had a patient that couldn't speak to you, if you could read their mind, boom, problem solved, right? Yes. And it's also, since New York City is so diverse, you get a lot of people who speak different languages. And right. You might not be able to communicate with them properly. Just reading their mind and seeing really what's wrong, I think that would be a more of a direct solution to you know the problem. Uh, that's pretty cool. They might have that in another 50, 75 years. You know? <laughs> Mind reader. <laughs> yeah, the, the ability to tap into someone else's. Because if we have a chip inside of our head, I'm a futurist, so I love uh, okay. all things like futuristic. But I was just thinking, if you have a chip that connects you to the internet implanted in your hand or in your head, I think there would be a way to do like, a, you know, Elon Musk, from Tesla is he's working on a neural link. So uh you <laughs> may be Yeah, yeah. So you may be able to do that sooner than you think, where you can just yeah. like throw on your headpiece like Professor X and tap into someone else's neural link and then you'll be able to read their mind. Like this stuff That's is not so interesting. <laughs> yeah, this stuff is not that far away. So look when you get a chance, look up Neuralink. Neuralink. Okay. Yeah, Neuralink from Elon Musk. And uh just look it up on like YouTube and Google that, and uh, you're like, "Wow, that's pretty cool." <laughs> it, like I said, that it's not, cool. it, it's really it's not that far away. Wow, I never thought about that. <laughs> yes, yeah. So I, and my kids laugh at me because I say uh, that if I could connect to the Matrix, but you know, I don't want to be like asleep, but I want to I yeah. want to have instant access to everything that Google knows. I'm an open book, so they already know everything about me anyway. Okay. <laughs> but I want to know everything that everything, they know. Yep. <laughs> so that if I wanna if I wanna spit out a quote, I can spit it out and boom, I just have it, you know? Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> Kasha, it's been really awesome talking to you. And I really appreciate you coming on the show. You're just a you're a cool person. And if people want to follow you. What is your Instagram? My Instagram is cfishbunny. That's your Instagram, cfishbunny? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it's the letter C and then it's fish and it's bunny. Yep. All right. Cool. <laughs> I hope you get 100K more followers, you know? <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. It's been awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's an honor to be you know, part of this. I love talking about EMS and what I do. And hopefully I'll inspire someone. I know you will inspire someone. Tasha, have a great rest of your day. And I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. Likewise. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. All right. All right, family. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Everyone I interview, I've chosen for you guys because of their story. And I hope that you get some value every single time. If you did get value or just, just simply enjoyed the episode, please share the episode with someone that you know. If you know of a guest, a frontline hero that has an amazing story, something uplifting or a positive message, Hit me up in the contact form of www.davidleith.com or DM me at Instagram at David Leith, the number one. Subscribe to the show because I have some really phenomenal guests coming up in the next few weeks that you definitely don't want to miss. All right, one.